What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by untuckit.com, promo code HAM, and mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1, and ease.com, and easewellness.com, promo code HAM, and SeatGeek. Download the app, promo code HAM. Now to the segment. I, I, I'm still trying to figure out how the Jets scored 34 points. S- Sammy, Sammy Dimes is playing well. Through two touchdowns. And he ran one. And he ran one. And he and ran no one. one. Else, Le'Veon didn't run one. <laughs> Yeah, but Le'Veon is pretty good. Like you I'm just saying, that's 21 way. points. I, how the Raiders lost 34 to three, beyond me. Okay, they didn't throw a touchdown. They didn't run for a touchdown, as evidenced by the three. They completed 19 passes, 15 of those from the starting quarterback Derek Carr. Of the 19 uh, total completions, Jalen Richard had six to lead all Raiders receivers. Is a good a receiving running back, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, but he is it still was a ugly receiving guy. running back. It was ugly. I mean, but I think losing we, is one we, thing. Losing thirty-four to three was. That's. I, I would agree, but I, I kept saying all week. You heard it on this show that when I mainly Baldinger alerted me to this. I, I wasn't going on some deep dive on the Jets. When I saw him on his baldy breakdowns, when he's wearing like muscle tees in the NFL Films offices doing who knows what, doing cool videos. Uh, he, he, he needs to get a like a, a tripod or something because videos are always kind of moving. But he had a great point, and it alerted me when he said the Jets, keep an eye on this, the Jets have the number one rushing defense. So immediately my red flag goes off because I go, well, the Raiders, who are 6-4, and four, and any Raider fan would tell you this, well, I don't think we have a great team, but we do one thing really well. We run the shit out of the ball with this guy named Josh Jacobs, Who's the stud? Well, you go, well, if you're playing the number one rushing defense, even if you have a decent day rushing, it's not going to be 150 yards on the ground, right? It it may be you have a good day running for like 90, but it's going to be highly contested. Well, guy, I'm checking the box score right now, guy, and I got 68 yards. And Jacobs, who's had five, like the last seven games, 100 yards games, a, uh, a game, 34 yards. 
If I told you coming in, Jacobs has 34 yards, you're playing. That's the other thing. Then you got to factor in, where are they playing? Oh, it's going to be low 40s and raining. Well, I go, well, Derek Carr sucks in that environment. Sucks. And what did he do today? 15 of 27 for 127 yards. The pick, not totally his fault, but just looks meh. He's not a cold quarterback. I, I will bet the house. Now, I actually didn't bet a penny on this game. I should have because I didn't want Raider fans to think I was kicking them when they were down. On Jared Goff and Derek Carr playing in cold weather games. They fucking suck in those environments. Like, I, I have enough evidence, even if it's a quote-unquote small sample size. Because they can look, they, they look like different humans, guy. Like, Derek just doesn't look, and I just say California teams in general, don't look comfortable. We, we You and I talked about it all week. There's nothing you can do to get ready for it. And they constantly look shitty. Okay, losing 17-14. to They gave up over 300 yards passing. The Jets scored on five of their first six drives, three touchdowns. They lost 34-3. to The Raiders' defense is atrocious, though. Well, that I already knew. But they lost 34-3. to That's what Utah did to Arizona. And in the the NFL, that score is worse than in college, right? 34-3 Thirty-four to three in college, much, you know, for a top ten team, it's like, ah, eh, they kind of took it easy on them. Yeah, no, you're right. In the NFL, that's a that's a bloodletting. You're right. Correct. And you text me today, and it's like I actually changed the channel once they went up thirty. Like the game was over. Car- who gets pulled at in, like a starting a twenty-five million dollar quarterback in the third quarter? That's unheard of. Like you, you guys can't work on some stuff to get some stuff right. Like, are we? What are we doing here? Like, could, couldn't you get some late touchdowns? Do you, I, you watch football all day today. And for the last countless years of your life, all days on Sunday, how often do quote-unquote max quarterbacks, and we know Derek's not like a top-five quarterback, but he's a legitimate $25 million quarterback who if he's a quarterback of your team and you have a decent coach, you're going to have a chance to make the playoffs. Get yanked in the third quarter. Where you're not getting benched, you're just getting pulled. Like, even Hanson was like, whoa, they're waving the white flag. Like, that's... I, I mean, on one hand, I get it, but what, what, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I, for me, it's, it's just shocking to see it, right? Like, here comes Mike Glennon to fumble the first two snaps. Um, because it's not like there's eight <laughs> minutes left. There's, there's a, a whole quarter left, and you could argue, well, well there's not that much And there were three difference. or four minutes left in the third, right? It wasn't yeah. just the... That's right. Now, I mean, this game was 13-3 to three at halftime, so... Th- Clear, that's know, what game's... that's where you're saying like I, the game really didn't get out of hand to like the first drive of the second quarter or I mean the second half when I think they score and then it goes when it went from 13 to 13 to 3 to 20 to 3 you're like whoa that's that was it that that was a Grand Canyon like gap felt like right. watching yeah because they go touchdown touchdown interception touchdown yeah that was a killer. interception touchdowns one thing and it just it exploded but I I, I don't it's, to have no offense I don't know it's it sounds like you're with me the three points were worse than the 34 uh both are bad but to have no offense for that game how have you checked Kansas City's temperature it was just well, I, I saw Dubow or someone tweeted it's gonna a high of 34 scheduled so regardless well, what how off or on the weatherman is isn't it safe to say once you get after Thanksgiving in places like Kansas City, yeah, what's looking, the weather read? It just reads cold. We're looking at Thursday, snow and rain. Friday, <laughs> rain. Saturday, rain. Sunday, 39. High chance of snow. 
forty percent chance of precipitate. Although, eh, maybe it's twenty percent, but thirty nine. The, dif- the difference though, they're is not winning that run- football game. No, but th- you can run it on them a little bit. Like you can't run it on the Jets, and then. If Derek has to throw in those environments, he can't do it. He doesn't look comfortable. And, yeah, Sam's born and raised in L.A. and went to SC. But once you're just over there, you just, I, I believe we're like animals. We just adapt to our surroundings, even if you don't like it. Like, I lived in Philly. I didn't like it. But you just become, it be, you just have to, you don't have a choice. You just are in the cold a lot. There's no avoiding it. There, there is no avoiding it. I'd also say this, though, guy. Of the last... Let me pull up their schedule here. Of their last handful of games, which were wins, the Bengals, the... Home. Yeah, the Bengals, the Chargers, the Lions, the Texans, the Packers, for example. They lost a couple of those games. Let's just say their last five games. They played... I mean, I don't count Rivers right now as a good quarterback. He's terrible. And even in that game, they won by two. But the Bengals last week were a joke, and they won by seven. The Lions, who they won by seven, in that game was a good, you know, idea for everyone. Like, they couldn't, they had no answer for Matt Stafford. He was just slicing up. It just turns out the Lions' defense is terrible. And Deshaun Watson killed him, and Aaron Rodgers killed him. Rodgers, what, threw five touchdowns in that game, and I think Watson threw three in that one. And Stafford threw three. Like, you, you can light them up. Now, they can hang when... They their calling card guy is the run game because it, it's not just like they run it on they control the clock. They have a clock like the the pie chart is always like sixty forty in their to their benefit on wins. That, that's to me part of their strategy because they cannot if they have a game where you're on the field a lot you're just going to score whether it's Jeff Driscoll or Guy Haberman let alone Sam Darnold it's. It's a, they can't cover anybody. They don't have very good players on defense. And, and they're missing, like, Joyner's hurt. Joseph is hurt. They're, they're just, what are they going to do? I, 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 so, yeah, well, that was a little shocked they got blown, blown out. But I, I had no faith that they were going to be able to score. So, yeah, maybe the score would be like 20-3, to 3, not 34-3. to 3, But I, I don't know. You thought man. they were going to score deep. three points. No, I mean, I would have thought they would have scored like 13. But I, okay. I don't have faith in Derek in these cold weather games. So, second highest passing total of the year for Darnold. Ironically, his first was against Dallas. Did you see Gronk at halftime of the uh, Cowboys game? Cowboys Pats. <laughs> yeah. He's like, one thing with Bill. No matter the weather, rain, snow, sleet. You, we are practicing outside. If it's 110 degrees, if it's 30 degrees, if there's a blizzard, there is no excuse that you're not on time do, at 7 a.m. Do, do they even have an option? I mean, I don't even think they have an indoor facility, do they? I, I don't know. They, they must not. Uh, He's like, <laughs> I know if it starts getting a little cold, rainy in Dallas, Jerry comes out and is like, let's go in the bubble, guys. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but here, here was my – and I, I think you saw it in the New England game. There is just – it, it kind of hit me watching Bray just the just watch the way their body language is, and it, it at times it was still bad because it's freezing, but they embrace that like a, an underrated advantage in the history of the Patriot dynasty, which will never really get talked about when you're drinking beers or Hall of Fame speeches when Brady and Belichick go in, is their weather, and it gets miserable, 
and everyone looks dramatically uncomfortable on the other side, whether it's Peyton Manning or whether it's Jason Garrett and Dak Prescott. And the Patriots are like, this is what we do. And like what Gronk says, they just fucking practice outside. That's why Patricia goes to Detroit. It's like, Matt, you do play in a dome. Like, I don't know if Bill would practice outside if Foxborough was a dome. That wouldn't make much sense. But he thinks that it, like, adds toughness because it, one, undoubtedly does, right? But yeah. it doesn't necessarily translate if you're not playing outside. But you do play so road ta- games. Yeah, but so he takes the Lions outside because I get what he's thinking. But you just – because he's trying to make tough – like, there is a toughness to but the But also Patriots. just, like, two, they're going to play two games a year, potentially really important games, in potentially that environment, right? In Chicago and Green Bay. That team, but that won't, won't the Raiders? I mean, Kansas City. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like Patricia. But ha- what what does Gruden do? Fake it here for most years. I would say at minimum you're going to get two cold games post Thanksgiving, and that's on the low end of the NFL just because it happens. Like you got to do play the Chargers, you play in warm weather, but you typically it feels like since you and I have been around the Raiders, they go to Kansas City a lot. It, it doesn't it feel like in December. It feels like yeah. they played Kansas City in December the majority of the games of Carr's career, right? Of the home and home. I don't remember many like, oh, it's just September in Kansas City for Derek. You know, it's always like that. Same with Denver. Remember the Khalil game where Khalil had like the 10 sacks and the offense did nothing and he basically single-handedly won him the game in Denver and it was like 17 to 15 or whatever the final score was when he had like a six-sack game on Osweiler like three or four years ago. It was the year he won the defensive player of the year. It was an it was one of the more incredible performances any humans ever had. Like he was picking up offensive linemen, and that was a freezing cold game, and the offense didn't do dick. I think they scored one touchdown off a turnover that Khalil had created, but it was like Derek does not. That's why all Raider fans are like, oh, we're gonna we got to go to uh, L.A. and then Denver. Well, yeah, maybe L.A. They might be tapped out, but to think that you're just gonna roll into Denver in a freezing cold environment, I'm gonna have faith in your operation is just crazy. It's crazy talk because your quarterback is not comfortable in it. And I'm not even being crushing him for it. Like, I wouldn't, most quarterbacks from California that don't play outside of California are. A lot like, of times we associate, though, that more with like weak armed quarterbacks struggle in those situations. He's not one of those. But to me, it's not his, like, he had the throw today that Terrell Williams dropped earlier in the game. It was, it looked like mm-hmm. a rope. I don't look at his arm. I, I just look at the way his body. No, I, like I know. What I'm saying is typically part of this yeah. conversation involves the throwing the football. Well, wide Flacco and, and Eli play well in those moments, right? Because they were big armed and they were unfazed by weather. So, yeah, he, he does have one of the minimum requirements. Like, he just got a big arm. Because you'd say, well, he throws it probably harder than Darnold. And Darnold was fine today. Like you just watch the way Darnold carried himself, and you watch the way Derek carried himself. Like one guy was just confident, and the other guy wasn't. I also, I know you're a Darnold guy too. Was kind of ha- it's just this guy. Hey everyone, I think sometimes we forget. I had to Google it. He turned 22 this summer. You know this. He's already he plays for the fucking Jets. Who's already had multiple coaches. I, if they don't totally screw him over, he'll be okay. Like he's he's pretty freaking talented. Some of his off-platform throws. Oh, my God. The one where he could have run for the first down and just threw it instead. It was like, what? From side that, that, was, that, that was a little crazy. <laughs> to me, that, that thing <laughs> fails nine out of ten times. And he's lucky he didn't get picked because the dude jumped up. You're right. It's like, Sam, just run. But once you see the back view, you're like, that was badass. 
It was so badass. I'm a big Sam Darnold guy. That was that yeah. was fun to watch him just. Yeah, because everyone was kind of shitting on him after the the ghost comment, right? And he's kind of he's they've won three games yeah, in a I row. Think, I do think most people. I don't know. I feel like that thing became everybody's. You know, it became that. Where it's like everyone's talking shit, but I'm the one defended him. I, I feel like, but but, but I don't mean took it with shit. A grain of salt. I don't mean sh- I don't mean that. I just he was legitimately playing awful when, after the Cowboy game for like oh, three right. straight games, yes. and they it lost more the Dolphins. And everyone's like, Gase and Darnold, this thing's a disaster. Their houses, it felt like their building was burning, you know. And they've kind of righted the ship. And even they mentioned today on the broadcast, they're like, God, everyone wanted to kill Gase. It's amazing when you win two or three straight games in New York, no everyone gets off your back. So, well, that's what isn't that kind of what Gruden did? He won games, and they they had to win them ugly against the Bengals and the Chargers, where it's just like, I. I Everyone's middle cut. You said they wouldn't sniff six wins. Well, sniff, sniff, because are we sure they're going to win many more games? Because I'm not. Their defense sucks. They are not a good road team. They're not going to play well in the environment. Derek is just any cold game. And he, to my count, he's got Chiefs next week, and then he ends with Denver. Then the Titans game in two weeks. We'll talk about them in a second. They're pretty fucking good. Like, is that some guaranteed win? Titans are killing people right now, guy. Derrick Henry, yeah. you see some of his highlights? He looks like uh, well, Earl Campbell. Uh, yeah, his long touchdown run, he did score on that play, right? Just where he had like yeah, three get-off-me stiff arms. But, but didn't it look like he was going to step out of bounds and he keeps his feet? I know. It was really impressive. So they, they kicked the Jags' ass today. Uh, the Steelers, despite my prediction that the Bengals would win, Bengals had a chance, John. They uh, were up. And, and the fact that Mason Rudolph got benched, they won. I'm not feeling great about them, but they're six and five right now. The Colts are six and five. The Titans are six and five, uh, and the Raiders are uh, six and five right now in some weird like nine step tiebreaker. The Steelers have the sixth spot, but I I'm with you. I think the Titans are the bigger threat to that that second wild card spot uh, to the Raiders. And at this point, you'd say their schedule. I I, I jotted it down okay. before we hopped on. So that they got five more games, right? They're six and five. At Indy. Who are you which, talking about? I'm talking about the Titans. Okay. So the Titans are six and five, because right now if I was betting on a horse, I'd probably put it on them. But then I looked at their schedule, I went, eh. So they're six and five. At Indy, who's coming off a long week, because they played on Thursday night, so they're gonna be a little more rested. And coming off a kind of a rough loss. At Oakland. Then they got this tough stretch. Texans in Tennessee, Saints in Tennessee, and then at Houston. So they basically play the Texans two of the last three weeks with the Saints mixed in there. Well, that's no joke. And then they're kind of easy stretches at Indy and at Oakland. I mean, that's... If they win three of these five games, that'd be pretty impressive. Right? I I feel comfortable saying I think 9-7 and seven gets the sixth spot. Because then if, even if you look at the Steelers, 6-5 and five as well. Browns this week, at which home. is going to be a massive story, right, for those two teams. I think a the Browns ago, win. Fuck. You do? Yeah. In Pittsburgh, 6-5 and five, yep. with the Miles Garrett stuff? Okay, then uh-huh. at Arizona? I think the Cardinals win. Bills in Pittsburgh, at Jets, at Ravens. So you, you don't think they're making the playoffs? I, don't, across I, them I off think the Steelers, list. at max, let's say they beat the Browns, have two wins on that schedule. Okay. I mean, they 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 went to uh, uh, Max Devlin or Duck Mace, Hodges. What? 
Duck Hodges. I mean, but again, guy, they're six and five, and you go their schedule. You know they're going to get up for this Brownie team. The guy just hit his their quarterback, who's now their backup quarterback, in the head, and also claimed he was a racist, which they have vehemently denied. And then Freddie was like, "Well, I just believe what Miles said." He was even on the fence. <laughs> so then you have Indy, because I think we now kind of view the Raiders a little differently, right? They're playing the Chiefs, which I think we all view as a loss. So then they're six and six. The Titans game would be a huge swing game. That game could might determine the playoffs. Because then they get the Jaguars, who kind of suck, but are they going to suck versus the Raiders? That's hard to tell. At the Chargers, at the Broncos, those are weird ending games. The Charger game, I think it's fair to probably give them a win because it's going to be like a Raider home game. The Bronco game, that's, the weather could be freezing, snowing. That game could get weird fast. But they're also playing with a Brandon Allen. And by then, Drew Locke actually might be back. Because I saw that someone asked Fangio if they were going to start Locke next week. And he's like, I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> but as we all know, God, it's I forgot about call. Drew Locke. I'd love to see some Drew Locke. I would too. I mean that sincerely. I... But that, that if you say Drew Locke is starting that last week against the Bronco, or against the Raiders, that benefits the Raiders. Like, Drew Locke's going to win fucking NFL games when he hasn't played all season. Yeah, that right? does That'd benefit be a pretty Yeah, yep. Like, I, I would say that this Brandon Allen guy, which I know nothing about, would be a tougher task. <clears throat> so the Raiders aren't dead by any means, but they're more than likely going to have a two-game losing streak going into this Titans game, which, if the Titans get beat at Indy, then no, no, no blood. But if the Titans win that game at Indy, and they're 7-5 and five, and the Raiders are 6-6, six and six, it would feel like the Raiders would be fighting for their playoff lives in that game. In that, in well, that they would game. because you'd have to win that game just to right. Like they'd be a game better than you. Or two? What did you say? You said seven and five. Well, and I said if they're six. seven and five and they're yeah. six and six, and then if they beat you, they would be eight and five, and you would be six and seven. It would right. be fucked with a tiebreaker yeah, over done. you. Yeah, that that game it would be over. So the the big thing to keep an eye on for the Raiders because you're probably going to lose to the Chiefs, would just be you're rooting for Indy to beat Tennessee, right? So they're 6-6 six and six and you're 6-6. Six and six. So even if they were to beat you, just weird things happen. There's a big difference between one game and two game swing with them owning a tiebreaker on you. Right, That's right. a double whammy. Because you got to make up three games with three games left. That's impossible. It's not actually impossible, but I think it's fair to say that that's not happening. Correct. I'm with you. Especially just the Titans... Whenever they would come up on the red zone, and just my Twitter account would be like, God, Tannehill, man. Tannehill, Tannehill. He has invigorated the squad, right? When there's two afternoon games, shouldn't Siciliano and Hanson just get the afternoon off? <laughs> they do well, take a lot of commercial breaks during that. <laughs> well, which is like, what is the point of this channel at this point? This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.